0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the Bolatina Latina Podcast A. Hey, it is episode 8, numero 8 of season 2. Y me da tanta alegría que empecemos el lunes hoy juntos con toda la actitud del mundo because we got, it, it's a new day. We gotta make it a good day. If we have, you know, some bumps in our day, let's, let's try to look for the positive side of it because we have control of kind of like what we make it at the end of the day. Um, I hope that that's everyone's case, but just try to focus on the positive side because when I feel we focus on the negative side and we think about it all day, it kind of like really bums our mood and just everything and the people that we interact with so let's kind of like just try that that's kind of like a tip i know it's easier said than done but every day is a new day and every day it might not start well but it can end well um we could do little things throughout our day that can cheer us up or just be surrounded by the people that support us and just can make us feel better and just learn from anything that happens throughout the day Esta semana, ooh, ooh, um. I am a case manager, and on the fifteenth, the fifteenth. So este viernes, el 15 de diciembre, December fifteenth. Our students, because I support a middle school and a high school, our students go on a winter break on this fifteenth, and it's also minimum day, which means that I'm gonna be at home office. It is closer to my house, so the commute's a little less. And I'm also gonna get a holiday week off for Christmas and and New Year's paid, which some that still feels like super unreal to me because I've never had a a job that would pay holidays and give you an entire week off. Y es como le digo mamá, a veces no me lo puedo creer que... I'm going to get a holiday bonus, y'all. That, to me, it's like mind-blowing because never... Have I ever got a holiday bonus? I have worked at warehouses. I have worked at uh, an ABA company that helps autistic students, uh, autistic um, kids kind of like develop uh, life skills or just other kind of skills. And the holiday bonus like was never there until I started working for this um, organization that is giving holiday bonus. The only the only thing, though, that people around me are kind of like, you know, having their thoughts about is that this year, the bonus is not going to be based on performance. It's going to be based on how many years you have been at the organization. And a lot of people at work are bumped about that because the last year it was based on performance and it was a lot more than what they're offering now. But the the rationale that the organization gave is that there was an error in accounting. And that was pretty much all the details that they revealed. But for me, it's kind of like, hey, it's, it's a holiday bonus. You know, like I was not, I'm not used to that. So any kind of like extra money, like... They could come my way, but I do understand. Um, And their feelings are totally valid that, you know, every year everybody else's bonus is based on performance and ours this year is not based on performance. It's based on how many years you have been in the company. But, you know, they have, Um, I feel like the bonus is reasonable in a sense. Like if you have one year, you get about a really decent amount. And then if you have, I think, less than six less than six months or six months at the company at the organization you get half of the half of the biggest amount so it's kind of like i feel like it's a win-win uh i'm i'm really excited because that bonus also comes in este viernes the 15 and i just want to do self-care and pay my bills and start buying little christmas presents for my familia for my mom for you know little little things like that and I want to just start that with this Christmas spirit and you know kind of like disconnect from the professional world in a sense and one of the one of the really valuable lessons that I have learned throughout my trajectory in college and through my career now as a professional in the field as a case manager I um I, I I started to realize that working in a mental health field can be really mentally draining and exhausting even though and 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 it's really like tiring in a sense that your body feels tired you you kind of like want to take naps throughout the day you're really tired because even though you're not doing physical work as i used to do in the warehouses que tenía que levantar cajas, i had to box them i had to cut them i had to put tickets to the clothes that were going to go over to stores like teaching Maxx, marshall that that was tired that was physical labor but now that i'm in the mental health um field i experience a different kind of tiring in which my mind is rolling 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 all day looking for problem solving skills how i could connect my families to something that's really solid a resource that is there ha- call them and just tell them full transparency what is happening how the process is going because the organization that i work with doesn't really have a lot of resources to work from. We do have a database, but the database is not kind of like cleaned out of old resources that are not in force anymore. So I we have to do our own research in, in, in that kind of sense. So that's why it's kind of like I have to always be on the move, on the go. We have to prepare food bags for our students and families that need that, those that need shelter Recently, we were able to get um, Kroger cars, which was like I think a sense of like fifty dollars for food for less or stuff like that for families that don't have the means to get food. Or in my other high school, they had they were able to get um, gasoline cars of thirty bucks for those families, or maybe we or also raffle them in workshops or in events in school for families because yes, gas is a little lower than before but it's still kind of high for certain uh, families and i have learned a lot of valuable lessons a lot of valuable uh problem solving skills but i do have learned that even though i'm not doing a lot of physical work it is mentally and and and, and mentally exhausting and, and tiring because i I still am continuing to work on setting that boundary of okay, when I'm clocked out, I'm clocked out and I shouldn't be bringing work home and and it's a process of I also have to learn how to regulate my emotions too because a lot of families have you know, really really devastating and and unfair stories you know, in a sense that no kid should be worrying about our next meal, you know, they should just be worrying about being a student, what they want to do in life, whether it's college or another stuff, families, you know, kind of like, look forward to the holidays and be together. It's it's just a lot that I have immersed myself through for like most in a year. Yeah, more than a year now with this organization that I've been working with. And And the holidays are coming up and now I'm having a lot of reflections of this is the field that I wanted to get myself into. And I am glad in a sense that I did not decide to go straight to graduate school to get my master's. I went directly to get that field experience. Um, And it has really helped me a lot in a sense that I'm connecting one on one more with my community, Um, practicing those one on one skills that I that i was taught during school and i also ask for support from my supervisors who already have their masters and who already have a field set in counseling or in social work sociology they also give me tips and they guide me they're with me when i'm doing one-on-ones and students are telling me really difficult stories and the next project that i'm going to be on board with at work um, next year when we come back from the holidays is that i'm going to be co-facilitating Um, with this organization called Our House um, regarding grief and loss. And I'm going to be co-facilitating and just kind of like supporting the facilitator in the meetings of the groups with our students. So that's another valuable skills that through this job, I'm also learning. And I just wanted to make today's episode, episode eight about the mental health field and just how in 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 a Mexican household, the mental health field is still a little iffy because mm-hmm. cuando llego no la casa like me cuando yo llego a la casa llama oh bro, por favor vuelve a hacer esto o tienes que hacer esto or, ponte a limpiar o ponte a, a hacer algo and it's like mom like estoy cansada like I am tired like I go la casa like at four or five and I'm really tired, and she's like, "The que si tu estás sentada, no estás como you know yo allá, you know, camaron calamar." And it's like, you know, I'm like, "Yeah, I know you're right. Like, you know, like I'm not physically tired, but then I'm like, no, like my work is also valid, and my tiredness is also valid, not because I'm constantly moving, not because I'm not moving physically and picking up like really heavy stuff." And those are the conversations that I'm now starting to engage with my family, because también mi hermana, she works at a warehouse, y cuando yo llego, she's like, tú de que estás cansada, you know, when I come from work, and it's, it's just really difficult when your Mexican family doesn't understand how the mental health field work is, especially when you have to be at two different schools throughout the week, and each school's has a caseload for me and how i have kind of like limited amount of days in which i i have to look for solutions before the next day or before i leave to my other side the following day and that's something that they don't really understand and it's the new journey that we're starting to have communication about but yes it's just today's topic is strictly about how working in a mental health field sometime it's not really understand it was not understood in in their mexican you know household as they don't really know what goes on don't know the projects that you're really into regarding what support you have to offer and sometimes they do ask like, oh, how, how was work? But it's, I do tell them, but then they turn it around of like, oh, okay, you know, you have to kind of like snap out of it. You cannot be thinking about certain cases anymore. You have to, and, and you know, they have a sense of right of which I cannot bring, you know, work from home to home, but they do ask questions, you know, and I use it to vent because I also want to vent. And the older I get, you know, it's really hard to I mean to for me to maintain a couple of my friendships. Um, because we're all busy, we're all in the mental health field too, but in a different um area. And sometimes to connect is really difficult because we're also feeling tired and sometimes I'm like, It's nine and I already wanna go to bed and I wake up at six to go to my schools, and I'm really tired. And I have slept more than seven hours, and I still feel really tired when I get up in the morning to go to work. So it's just like every I really respect and va and value every single person that works in the mental health field. That is why the tip of another tip of the day is. If you have friends or a family member that works in the mental health field work, you can check in with them. Take them out to distract themselves. Maybe they just want to vent, listen to them. It's really important to surround ourselves with people that really listen to us or that are kind of like intertwined to our field work and the kind of work that we do because it can be really um, mentally, it could really take a toll on our health and on our mental health because we wanna do so much to help our families and our students to the point where sometimes we slack in a sense, not slack, but forget about kind of like the other things that you have to do, the, the other goals that you have to meet for the organization because they also have to collect data from each family that you serve and that you support. And everything has to be logged about how many hours you spend with them and then they, they see you only spend a certain amount of hours for a certain case they do kind of like review that in the weekly supervisions that you have with management of like okay maybe you have to in a sense and that could cause a lot of tension and i have had previous tensions with my current manager in the sense that they were like okay maybe you should start focusing on a certain different case but it's just today. I just wanted to dedicate it. They could dedicate this episode para la gente que trabaja en la salud mental, in any role that just requires one-on-one or just treating. And to learn, that we have to take things one day at a time. I feel like for me, this road, since I'm jumping and I'm hopping around from school to school, uh, with different cases, different stories, it has been a really difficult time for me to kind of like take it day by day but I'm learning and I'm learning because I'm asking for support and I am asking for feedback and how I can navigate the mental health work field as a case manager and also talking to my family is of like you know when they make comments like Oy, que estás cansada? You can't complain." I like it makes me feel like I cannot complain in the sense that I'm tired, that I don't want to do certain things after work. But you know my feelings are valid too and they have to understand that and even though sometimes they might not, but I kind of, like, voice my concerns and and my emotions because my emotions are valid of, like, not because we don't do the same kind of work doesn't mean that you can not value or see my tiredness in that kind of sense. And also kind of, like, hit up people you know that you want to hang out to. What has, has helped me a lot is I reached out to... um my to-go person to just at least grab a cup of coffee on friday night or on saturdays to just go get a drink or just something just to hang out with them and just have that social interaction too to help me also like not forget about myself and my my own person because it can be really challenging when you're really invested at work because we kind of forget about ourselves a little bit and Just want to say that I'm really grateful for every person out there that works in a mental health field and we got to keep going. That's our passion and we got to learn new ways to, new healthy ways to cope with everything that we're carrying and and our mental health tiredness, our exhaustion because we got to be really good with ourselves and and our health and our mental health to serve better our community or just any group that you're working with supporting. Y por eso, ya me siento que hoy es lunes. Every 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 week I try to give myself a priority cuando empiezo a trabajar, like for example today that is Monday, my priority is to have more one-on-one checks with students. Um y a ver cómo se están porque they have finals this week. Uh, but a one-on-one, no more, um, not, yes, check up with their parents through the phone, but también have one-on-one more initials with my students and just check in before they go to break because I feel like I want to check in with them and just be like, hey, if they need support throughout the week well, I'm at with, uh, their school, that they can come and look for me at my office and I can support them in whatever way that they want with regard to academics or if they need food for the winter break i can also provide that so that's kind of like my priority my goal this week to just have that one-on-one interaction and just assess and but i saw so, i'm feeling great because i just love to have one-on-ones because sometimes when i'm doing it with uh, the phone the parents there's a lot that doesn't come out when i have conversations with parents but more when i have the one-on-ones but i saw so, i'm really looking forward to that and también the the vacation that we're all going to go into this this este, este viernes y también a ustedes les deseo que tengan un buen lunes um, I'm really grateful too for you all to listen the, to the podcast that you all have listened and that you all are some chingones chingones and chingonas in your own field respect period y que sigamos breaking barriers me as a latina as a brown latina who, you know, was born in a pueblito in Guerrero, Mexico, to be now in in school sites and in, in meetings with principals, assistant principals, just seems mind blowing. And them asking for your feedback, them asking for your input, um, having really those kind of conversations feels so unreal. So I can seguir breaking barriers and be in places where. We have been told that we don't belong, but we do belong because we're hella, hella, hella important within our field because we, we, got, we are capable of doing anything that we set our mind to. With that thought in mind, also check in with yourself. It's really important. Do it at least two, three minutes. Dedicate that throughout your day to take, take, take a breath. Inhale and exhale. Just to reflect what's going on, if something is going on with you, and learn what is best, what's the best way that you can that you can go on throughout your day and check in with those around you too, and get those holidays plans started. Those Christmas present shopping. Y hasta la próxima semana para el otro podcast. Que tengan un buen lunes.